Hello, I'm Richard Roberts. My wife Lindsay and I want to share some powerful scriptures from the Word of God with you. These are scriptures that she and I pray every day over ourselves, over our children, and our ministry. These scriptures help you to have a spiritual, physical, and financial prayer covering over your life. And I believe these scriptures will be very, very powerful in your life. Lindsay, let's start with Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. They shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And we make this declaration to you, Lord, today. Lord, as we make this declaration of faith, we are believing that you are giving us peace, the peace that passes all human understanding, that you are God and you do not change. So therefore, we declare with total trust and confidence that I am dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You are my fortress. You are my refuge. In you, God, do I trust. You cover me with your feathers. I will not live in fear. The wicked will get their reward. The angels are watching over me and keeping me in all of my ways because I have known your way. You are delivering me from trouble and you are my salvation. The next thing we do is put on our armor of God. Lindsay from Ephesians. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking on the shield of faith for which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Lindsay, praying in the Spirit is so very important. Jesus said we'll receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon us. And the seventh piece of the armor is praying in tongues. And that's something that you and I do every day. Now we want to give you three powerful scriptures about the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the power of His blood. Revelation 12, 10 and 11. And I heard a loud voice in heaven, 
Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. Ephesians 2, 11 through 13 says, Therefore remember that you once were without Christ, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Isaiah 53, 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now we want to begin the spiritual covering for your life. Psalm 91, 1, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Isaiah 41, 10-13 Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them, even them that contend with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. 2 Kings 6.16 Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Psalm 121, 1 and 2 I will lift up my eyes to the hills, from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Romans 5.13 May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 34, verses 1 through 4 7, 8, and 17 through 19. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from all my fears. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And one of my very favorites, Psalm 27, 1, 3, 5, and 14. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Though an army should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war shall rise against me. This I will be confident. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Psalm 46.1 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. 
John 10.10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. And here's one of my father, Earl Roberts' favorite scriptures in the entire Bible, 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. 1 John 4.4, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Romans 8.28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Romans 8.35-37-39, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? In all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Second Chronicles 7:14. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and heal their land. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Here's one of my favorites, Lindsay. Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 3. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God. Matthew 6, 8 says, Your Father knows the things that you have need of. John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Philippians 4, 7, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Malachi 3, 7 through 11 says, Return unto me, and I will return unto you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, Wherein shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you've robbed me. But you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You're cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And prove me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out such a blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Every night before we go to bed, we pray over each other, a prayer covering concerning sleep. And we always say, a peaceful, happy, healthy, restful, sweet sleep. It comes from this scripture in Proverbs 3:24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. John fourteen twenty seven, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Psalm 4, 8, I will both lie down in peace and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. First Samuel 17:47, The Lord saveth not with the sword and the spear, but the battle is the Lord's. 
Romans 8.31, if God be for us, who can be against us? John 16.33, for I, Jesus, have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Oh, Richard, praise God for that one. Be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain and undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm. I have conquered it for you. Esther 4.14, and who knows but that you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this, and for this very occasion. 2 Corinthians 10.3-5, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You want your prayers to have power? Well, here's how, Romans 8, 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Acts 1, 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Mark 4, 39 and 40. He, Jesus, arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Luke 8, 50. Fear not, believe only, and you shall be made whole. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And we pray that scripture over our family every day. Every day. First John 4:18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Matthew 17:20. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say unto this mountain, "Move from here, and it will remove." Now, if we want to talk about physical miracles right now, the Bible clearly covers the fact that Jesus came to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. Mark 11:24 says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Covering sin and sickness and healing, Lindsay, John 5:14, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. John 5, 8 says, Rise. That's a good word right there. Rise, take up thy bed and walk. In other words, rise up on the inside, in the inner man, rise up and say, yes, in Jesus' name, I'll do what God has called me to do. And many times when we rise up on the inside, we rise up on the physical body as well. When we get up on our inner man, our, our physical man begins to follow. Our attitude takes a new altitude. That's right. Here's James 1:17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light. Isn't it nice that he not only made the good and perfect gifts, but he passes them on down to us. 
Acts 10.38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing. I love that part. Healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Lindsay, as we read these scriptures, I'm reminded of a song I learned when I was a boy. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. Here's Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Richard, if ever there was a scripture we need to look about things in the earth and how things happen and what happens in our lives and did God do this? Did man do this? Did the devil do this? This is very simple to explain. God anointed Jesus to come to this earth and to do good and to bring healing. There is a devil in this world. The Bible says that Satan comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, and that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And if we know who the source of good is, and we find that God is the source of all good, and we know that sickness and sin and oppression comes from the devil, we have a Bible right to cast the devil out and say, no, Satan, you will not be a part of my life anymore. I choose to know that the Spirit of God is with me. Jesus wants good for me. God anointed Jesus to bring that good to me, and in Jesus' name, I can have that good for my life. And Lindsay, this is the scripture, Acts 10.38, from which my father has said all these years, God is a good God. All my life I've heard my father say, God is a good God and the devil is a bad devil. And it came from Acts 10.38. Jesus came to show us what the father's like. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus in Acts 10.38. You know, your father always talks about seed sowing and seed planting. And perhaps James 5.16 is the greatest seed planting scripture towards our own physical healing. When James 5.16 says, pray one for another that you may be healed, I take that kind of as a challenge to go find somebody that's going through what I'm going through. If it's physical, if it's spiritual, if it's financial, if somebody is hurting in the same way that I am going through something, I try and find a person exactly going through what I'm going through and not only pray for them, but write their name down, write their need down and take it before Father God because this scripture is very clear. When you pray for one another or when you sow a seed of your prayer for somebody else, it doesn't say that they may be healed, although I believe they can be part of that healing process, but you get to sow a seed and pray for one another. This says so that you might be healed. As we give out of our time, I believe God multiplies time. If we give out of our finances, I believe God multiplies finances. As we give out of our healing prayers for someone else, this scripture is very clear that as we pray for one another, we pray that we may be healed. So always remember James 5.16, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Lindsay, this next scripture is one of the most powerful scriptures in the entire Word of God. It's when Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Luke 4.18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Thank God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And you know, Richard, we have a Bible right to look at the life of Jesus. He said we're to do what he did, to act like he acted, to be like he was. I believe it's very simple in the name of Jesus. When he says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Richard, if Jesus needed to come to this earth and be anointed, how much more do we as human beings need to be anointed? And I believe when we go into difficult situations, maybe when we're struggling with our finances or with our family, maybe struggling with some spiritual aspect or struggling in some area of our life, maybe it is fear, maybe it is torment, 
And in ourselves, we just can't quite seem to do it. We have a Bible right to say, Father God, you anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power. So I'm asking you to anoint me with the Holy Ghost and with power. Lord, let the Spirit of God be on me as I go into situations. Maybe people are teachers, maybe they're doctors, maybe they're lawyers, maybe they're moms and, and any other profession in life. I believe we need to be anointed as we go about our daily lives, as we go about our family lives, as we look at our finances, as we walk into church. In every area of our life, we need the anointing of God to go with us. Now, Lindsay, let's read scriptures that cover the financial areas of our lives. Psalm 35, 27. Let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Luke 6, 38, Given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with what measure you give, it shall be given back to you. Deuteronomy 8, 18, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth. Haggai 2, 8 says, The silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. Isn't it wonderful to know, Lindsay, that the Lord owns it all? He owns it all, and it says He takes pleasure in us having prosperity. Hallelujah. Philippians 4:19. My God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Galatians 6, 7, Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now listen to this from Genesis 1:26. And God said, Let us make a man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. We have a Bible right to take dominion over the things of this earth, and they're not to take dominion over us. Richard, thank God we have a right to take authority over the things God gave us authority over. And we have that authority in Jesus' name. Praise God for it. And Lindsay, as we allow these scriptures to get into our lives and really become a part of our lives, something begins to happen. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, the word that God speaks is alive and full of power. And when it gets in us, we're alive and we're full of power. And Lindsay, it brings change to our lives. And in every area of our life, I believe as we grow and change, we can go from glory to glory. And I believe we can go in every situation and say, Lord, go in there with me. In the spiritual arena, mm -hmm. in the physical arena, yes. in the financial arena, in the business arena, in our family arena, in every arena of our lives. We have a Bible right, Richard, to put a prayer cover over our families, over our children, over our physical bodies, over our finances, over our spirit man. You know, in so many ways, we watch on television things that influence us. We listen on the radio. We listen to music. We listen to things that influence us. But more than just influencing our lives from something that comes from the outside, we can have the living, breathing spirit of God inside our lives, carrying it with us wherever we go, influencing us to be an influence for every place we go into. And Lindsay, when we travel, we pray as we get in the car, we pray as we get on a bus. We pray as we get in an airplane. We pray over the pilots or who's driving and place a prayer covering over his or her life. We pray that everything in that car or that plane works properly. We dispatch the heavenly angels to guard and protect us and keep us safe from harm and danger. And we rebuke the devourer and command him in Jesus' name to take his hands off of us because we are God's property. And we tell our children the safest place you can ever go is the center of God's will. That's right. As long as we're doing what God's called to us to do, 
He will take care of us. He will guide us. He will protect us. And we've taught our children all the time, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Let's use that power in prayer as we begin to pray and expect a miracle in Jesus' name. Yes, let's pray right now. Let's pray for all that are listening to this tape. Let's pray for them and let's pray for their families. And let's pray for this nation, the United States of America. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for spiritual needs right now. I pray in Jesus' name that you would teach people that they have a right to come to the throne of God and ask the Father God. You said freely you have received, freely give. You told us, Father God, as we receive from you, we can pass it on to somebody else. You also told us, Father God, that in the name of Jesus, we could come and ask for healing, spiritual healing, physical healing, financial healing, that we have a right as your children to come before the throne. And I ask you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you would touch people spiritually. You would touch their spirit man and let them know beyond any shadow of a doubt that you are their God. You are our Heavenly Father. You care about your children. You love us. You guide us, guard us, and protect us. And I ask, Father God, that you would take care of our physical bodies. You sent Jesus Christ to the cross, not only for our salvation, but also for our physical healing. And in the name of Jesus, I pray for bodies to be healed right now from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, every cell, fiber, and tissue in between, everything in the physical body that you created, Father God. I ask that you would make perfect in every way. You said you would perfect the things that concern us. So every physical need that we have, Father God, I ask that you would make perfect in Jesus' name. And for finances, Father God, you're the one that said you give us power to get wealth. You said you put a cattle on a thousand hills. You said, Father God, you've done this so that we could have life and life more abundantly, struggling daily from day to day barely making ends meet, is not, according to the Bible, your highest wish. But you said in 3 John 2 that you wish above all things that we prosper. And that means increase in every area and be in health even as our soul prospers. So Lord, I ask that there would be spiritual, physical, and financial outpouring on each and every person listening to this tape. Lord, bless us with your Holy Spirit. Bless us with your spiritual prosperity, your physical prosperity, your financial prosperity in every area of our life in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for our country. I pray for the United States of America. I pray for our president, for our vice president, for every congressman and senator, for our governors and mayors, and all those who are in leadership position, and all of our military forces. I thank you, Father, for a Holy Ghost prayer covering over their lives. And friend, in Jesus' name, I pray for a Holy Ghost prayer covering over your life. According to Matthew 18, 18, and 19, if two shall agree, on earth as concerning anything that they shall ask. It shall be done by my Father in heaven. And Lindsay and I enter into a prayer covering with you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And I join Lindsay in this prayer. I pray for your healing in every area of your life. I speak the word of healing. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. And in Jesus' name, I send the healing word of God to you. I stretch out my hands in faith and I pray for you. I command every sickness, every disease, every fear, every doubt, anything that's unlike God to leave you and for you to be healed 
in every area of your life, in Jesus' name. And as we pray over our family daily, we pray that there is no accident, injury, illness, sickness, or disease. We pray in the name of Jesus that no evil befall your dwelling, that you are totally and completely protected by the loving, stretched-out arms of Almighty God, and that He would keep you in every area of your life. And now the most important prayer we can pray is if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we want to pray a salvation prayer with you and for you so that when you know beyond any shadow of a doubt that you are God's child, you are His property, you along with God can defeat any situation that comes against you. Yes, Lindsay, 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. My friend, if you feel about a million miles away from God, if you feel like you're alone and you really are not sure if you're a Christian and you want to come to the Lord today, then won't you pray this prayer out loud with me? Oh God, God, be merciful merciful to me, me. a sinner, a a backslider. backslider. I've missed the mark and I admit it. I'm sorry. I repent. I change my mind. I turn my back on the past and I renounce the devil. By my faith, I confess the Lord Jesus Christ. I receive him as God's only son, as my Savior and Lord. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Forgive me and cleanse me and make me new. From this moment, I'll serve God with my whole being. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lindsay, the Bible says when someone comes to God, there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels. And you know, Richard, we have a Bible right to rejoice. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. And the Bible says rejoice, and he repeats it. And again, I say rejoice. You know, in this world, we can have tribulation. There can be darkness. There can be turmoil. We can have problems. But Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. But he also said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. You know, it's time as Christians to put a smile on our face, put a spring in our step, and say, in the name of of Jesus, a merry heart does good like a medicine. Lord God, I ask for a merry heart in Jesus' name. And we set our faith in an agreement with you. We'll be continuing to pray over you and believing for God's very best in your life, in every area of your life, in the authority of Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link in the description for your free download. And don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications.